Hi, I'm Dino Chapotis. What do you do when you got four moms that can rock? You start a band. Amy Belwanzo and Trashetti. That's right. Tonight on Whiskey Business. Dieter Chapotis, and welcome to Whiskey Business, the podcast not so much about whiskey as it is one with whiskey. I was in a high school band. I was in a high school band. You were in a band, Hansberry? Oh, yeah. A high school band? A high school band, but band? we yeah, we kind of were able to keep going through college a little bit. Too. Right? Yeah. So did we. Yeah. Except ours was a, a Greek-American band. Ooh. We played Greek music and American music. We played every baptism, every baby shower wedding in the tri-state area nice work. and we kept the band going through my freshman year of college and then and somebody somebody got up and he and uh, decided to leave the band was that you that was me <laughs> that was me I'll imagine that <laughs> the uh, difficult and, one and, and musically i've had some other things that i did afterwards i hooked up with a, a guy from that band and we did a duo but the music part of me has gone away and i think it would be very cool to start doing it again at 63, mm. right? Yeah. yeah. No, it wouldn't be You're cool never either. too old to rock and roll. Are you? That's right. I don't know, but that's the question that we'll ask because our guest tonight is Amy Belwanzo, who is part of the group Trashetti. First of all, hi. Hi. You come on a very Yay. auspicious Woo. occasion. Woo-hoo. You have no idea. what the, we, we met at Randy Malloy's 30th anniversary, mm-hmm. and I found out about Trashetti, and I said, do you want to do the <laughs> podcast? And you said, yeah. Uh, you, I said you're, hell yeah. You're, you're, you said hell yeah. Your real job is you're the VP of marketing and business incubation and innovative. What? <laughs> it's the <laughs> business incubation and innovation center. Center. Okay. Or we just call it BIC. You call BIC. it. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Like the pen. Right. Right. But oh. two eyes. Exactly. Okay. okay. And the name of the company is ECDI. ECDI Economic and Community Development Institute. Correct. It all sounds very fancy. It's a lot it's of letters. It all words, sounds yeah. very fancy and sounds very formal. Mm-hmm. And you're in the marketing department, or you are the marketing department. Yes, I have other people too, but yeah, yeah I, I I lead them. You lead them? Yeah. I started the department. You, that girl. you lead nice. them down a path? I, I try. <laughs> yeah. You like that job? I do. It's been really cool. Uh, I actually started during the pandemic, and um, we're basically a small business resource center. And we help entrepreneurs that are generally um, sort of underserved, underfunded by traditional systems. So especially during the pandemic, it's just been, you know, a whole lot of need. And we've ended up becoming the number one SBA lender in the country. Wow. Micro lender, sorry. Uh, because there are just so many entrepreneurs that need help. So it's very rewarding to be so able to. So could we be considered entrepreneurs with our podcast? Can we get help? Probably. If you have a good Ooh. business plan and you, you know. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, Not so much. First of all, business plan. <laughs> oh, and then a hey, good, we can help with that. Good business plan. <laughs> yeah. oh. Good anything. <laughs> <laughs> It's not as easy as it sounds. No, it isn't as easy as it sounds, but but that's what you do during the day. That's my day job. That's That's your day job. But at nighttime, I rock. You rock. (laughs) Yeah. And before we get into all of that and find out more about, because I was completely taken with the fact that Trashetti is you and three other moms. That's right. All moms all the time. All moms all the time that rock out to, and you write your own music, right? Mm -hmm, Play your own stuff. The only way to do it. The only way to do it, even though you are in a cover band as Mm -hmm. well. That's right. We'll talk about that a little bit later on too, but we're, we're in for a fun night of conversation to find out how Trashetti 
was birthed and uh, and and developed and and where they are today. She's got her guitar hooked up in the other room. I'll be, I, I, I wish. I don't know. Do you play guitar in the band? I do. Yeah, oh, I play guitar man. and sing. Which brings me to my next question. Uh, what did you play in your Greek American band? I I sang. Okay. Mm. So you said Greek American is it like yeah. some kind of Dick Dale you know, shit? It, uh, it's like, like a bouzouki. The bouzouki okay. is, yeah, yeah, yeah. is uh-huh. the string instrument. Yeah, that's uh, Spiro played the bouzouki. Uh, Tony Majanis played drums. We had one, uh, Doug Hale played keyboard and also was just, he could just play. He could do whatever. Yeah. And uh, I, I sang with Spiro, but I was, I, was, I was the lead singer. And you are here on a very sure. auspicious occasion, as I did mention. This is our 200th bottle on Woo-hoo! Whiskey Business. Yes. Yeah. Our 200 bottle on Whiskey Business. I'll tell you more about the guest bottle as soon as Hansberry does a little bit of the business. And we look forward to a delightful conversation with Amy Belwanzo. That's an odd last name. That's why. We, and you told me a story about it. We'll get to that as well because it's interesting. Hansberry, the business Go first. Uh, whiskey Whilst business, I pour. Uh, is the podcast not so much about whiskey as it is one with whiskey. There you go. If you're uh, listening on your favorite podcasting app, thank you very much for uh, stumbling on us and smash that uh, subscribe button if you haven't already. And every time we get a new episode, one will be, it'll auto-populate. And uh, write and re- uh, review for us if you can, too, if you get the opportunity. Give us five stars. <laughs> Five stars. If you're listening, you also... Uh, yeah, five stars. Somebody, if someone give, When they do like four and a half, I'm like, really? Just round just, up. Just, do, just, just round, round up. up. Round up. Do five. Four and a half. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't get out of bed to come here for four and a half stars. That's half ass. But if you are listening on your favorite podcasting app, uh, don't forget uh, we have a YouTube channel. YouTube with Whiskey, uh, well, whiskey Business with Dino Tripodis you on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, and Johnny, uh, John Whitney does a great job uh, editing and posting the uh, YouTube video. Smash subscribe. I'm not good at posting. I'm <laughs> kids say smash there it. You are. Smash it. Smash a follow. Uh, we're on social media, Whiskey Business uh, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and uh, whiskeybusinesspod.com is our website. Is, is our list of uh, bottles on, on the website? No, but we probably should do that. You should uh, let me take that so and I'll, I'll type it out and then post it. Oh, yeah. yeah, we can just take a photo yeah. of it. I feel like this writing needs to be that. shared with the world. Yeah, we'll 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 post this on uh, on the social media. So if yeah. you can read through Dino's scribble, you'll we'll have an idea that. of what two hundred yeah. bottles we've tasted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and thanks to our parent company, Evergreen Podcast. Yes, evergreenpodcast.com. Uh, we encourage you to go uh, to their website and snoop around and find. They've got a brand new facility that they moved into recently. We've been invited to go up and check it out. Let's do it. They're yeah. from uh, based out of Cleveland, yeah, Ohio. We are in Columbus. Is social social media a huge part of what your marketing is with uh, ECDI? It is. We didn't really have a consistent social account when I started, so that was that, that was, was one you? of the things that knocked down. Yeah, mm-hmm. right? but I, another person contributes to that. I can't mm-hmm. claim the credit. It's a full time job. Leah. I mean, you it could, is. You could, you know, do you like social media? Um, in which context? The, any context. <laughs> I mean, as far as business, so, okay, yeah, you're going to say you like it. It's necessary. It's yeah, needed. it is. But do you like social media? Um, so I am old enough to have kind of like witnessed the advent and been around when it was like, oh, this is so cool. Look at this. I'm chatting with my friends and I, you know, reconnected with some friends. Um, since then, I feel like I've seen a lot of just crappiness (laughs) come out of it yeah so i've reduced my social media use just to not get caught up in the you know in the bullshit in the shit yeah Yeah. exactly yeah so 
It's it has, easy. It's it easy has good points. Yeah. It's good in theory. <laughs> I mean, I, the, the most I've ever been involved in social media has been since we started this podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, I got an Instagram account and a Twitter account, which I don't pay attention to the Twitter account. But Instagram, <laughs> I've been pretty good with Instagram. You've been doing all right. Yeah. And, but then he does the Facebook, and you do the Facebook, yeah. right? Uh, well, not so well, much Well, he does Johnny the Facebook. Does, yeah. We, yeah, we, we, what do uh, you do? I, I, nothing, really. Okay. Just, <laughs> he puts in the tinkly glass transition. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very he's, valuable. He's the audio producer. I outsource it. I hire some kid. I have an intern, <laughs> unpaid intern, to do all the work. So I leave here. God, that would be great. Off the audio. Be so I don't awesome. know what the hell it, yeah. what happens after that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, get it back. It's, Sounds it's, good. Yeah, okay, great job. <laughs> it is, it's necessary in this day and age, I know, but it's also a nasty double-edged sword that that sword that cuts both ways. Right. I'm sorry to say. Mm. Now, this we have a we call it our guest bottle. Mm. You know, we have our guest and our guest uh-huh. bottle. And Johnny's like, like are you house? sure we haven't had this on here? I go, no. And I tell you why. We this is the Willet the pot still. Uh, whiskey, the 94 proof Willet bourbon in the uh, pot still bottle. Yeah. Or what we like to call sometimes the I Dream of Genie bottle. Mm-hmm. If you rub this, no genie will no. come out. That'd be pretty cool, though. That would be if a, a nice, bourban yeah. genie came out of this. Drink you, enough if, of it, if, maybe. You know, if you rubbed it and could grant you three wishes. If you had a genie come out of a bottle and granted you three wishes, what uh-huh. would they be? What would the first one be? Oh, yes, me too quick. I know. Um, Magic carpet ride. Yeah. So you already blew one. And I can't say more wishes, right? Uh, what? Can't yeah. say more wishes, right? More so. wishes. That that'd be smart. Well, that would be. That's one of the rules you can't do, yeah, right? I think. I think. I think as a, yeah, I think that's some, a rule. I think there's some sort of a genie bylaw. Yeah, and I don't that, think you could kill anybody, that according that to Aladdin, is the okay. other one. Yeah. So I would just. I mean, I'd wish for a whole bunch of money, yeah. and uh, that I could just un- an en- endless supply of money is what I'd wish oh, for. Not a perfect. specific amount, but just like infinity. Yeah. Uh, so I could share it and cure run cure out, things and right? fund um, research to cure diseases and end wars and all that and also um party and have fun there you go end wars huh there's yeah. too much money in that you're not gonna do that but see yeah. some of those like party and have fun i wouldn't i wouldn't put that as a wish because right, if you right, had right, the right, infinite right. amount of money it goes without that, it saying covers, yeah, it yeah, covers yeah, yeah. it because yeah, you can do whatever you want yeah, yeah. So really, you do it wasn't that. a second wish that was what i would do with uh, the first uh, wish uh, with the endless amount of money yeah, yeah. then the second wish would be perfect health for me and my family and everybody I know forever and ever. That's us. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now, you guys count. Yeah now, yeah, now we know her, so we're in that circle. Would you yes. want to live right. forever? <laughs> I don't know that I would want to live forever. Um, what if you could get to a certain age and like, okay, I like the way I look, I like the way I feel, and just stop. Stay right mm. there. And stay right there, and then but continue to live. What if you could do that? I would totally do that, and maybe I would have like a um, an out. You know, I'd have like a... A trapdoor, something that yeah. when I was a kill switch. Yeah, a kill switch. <laughs> you got tired. Like, Literally you know? a kill switch. Yeah, I, I when get I'm it. tired of life on this mortal coil, then there's yeah. the kill switch. Yeah. It's like a vampire, though. You, they don't age, and then everybody else dies around yeah. them, and then and you watch your grandchildren grow older than you and die. That would yeah. Suck yeah, eventually, it would really suck. So yeah. You know, how old was Methuselah? I don't know. He was hundreds of years old. I don't know. Let me right? call my church going mom. Yeah. Oh, you have a church going mom. <laughs> I do. She's you co- lovely. You come from a religious family? Mm-hmm. Oh, what, uh, what, what's, uh, what's the religion? Is it Catholic? So, no. Um, her family, they were kind of like uh, Southern Baptists. They, um, oh. Yeah, come, come from a musical family. So her dad was in a stamps quintet. So Stamps quintet? Stamps what's quintet? that? Right. So, so you ask. So a barbershop quartet has four male voices and whatever the parts are. It's like bass tenor you know sure. the male parts um 
not the male parts, but the male voice the, the parts. The male vocal, yeah, 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 gotcha. yeah, yeah. Okay. A male vo vocal ranges. And so then a stamps quintet, I think there were two female and three male parts. Oh, so you had uh, female voices, basically. Yeah, so there's alto soprano and then tenor okay. bass and I, I don't know, whatever would be the other one, contrabass, I don't know. Right. Um, whatever it is. So yeah. yeah, they toured and they did a whole bunch of revival shows. And my mom remembers being like passed around laps as like, oh, my grandpa would get up and perform and somebody else would hold her and they'd switch off. And it just sounds like hmm. kind of a fun uh, childhood. So yeah, it does. Yeah. And, and so you were around music all your life. Yeah, they didn't do anything like that though by the time I came along. Um, <laughs> she, uh, they, I, we went to Methodist church when I grew up, so. Uh, she kind of moved on, I guess. You, you mentioned something interesting when we met and you gave me your card and I was pronouncing your name and you said it was a combination of names. It is, Bell yeah. Wanzo is... Yes, yeah, so his last name is Bell. My last name is Wanzo. And um, when we were getting married, he had the very evolved idea that like, Everybody's always called me Wanzo my entire life. Sounds um, like a nickname. Yeah. 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 yeah it's fun to <laughs> say. Hey, Wanzo. Hey, Wanzo. What's right. up? Wanzo. Right. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's a fun name. The um, mighty Wanzo. Yeah. We'll mm -hmm. be performing later. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. There's like a drinking game in my hometown um, where you shout out Wanzo after you drink. But yeah. It, uh, it's, <laughs> I want to play. <laughs> yeah, let's go. We, we can do Wanzo. that now if you want. Yeah. So it's always been just, I don't know, kind of part of my identity that like, it's more like a greeting, you know? So he thought, well, why should you have to lose that part of your identity just because you're getting married? Let's combine it and make a super name. But it couldn't be Wanzo Bell because that sounds too much like Taco Bell. Yeah, so it does we went a with, little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we went yeah, with yeah. Bell Wanzo, which sounds like- It does. It's, it's he Bell changed Wanzo. his name too? Uh, so uh, that was that was the plan. Sounds magical. Bell Wanzo sounds it does. magical. Yes. Um, neither of us officially changed our name because we went to the courthouse um, to like get file the paperwork, you know? Right, right, right. We, you know what you have to do. Um, and they said, well, you, me, I, you can change your name, lady, but you, man, <laughs> cannot change your name without standing trial. Um, oh, that's bullshit. Right. That's yeah. what we said. Because yeah. Bullshit. So we both were like, "Fuck this! Fuck the patriarchy!" and like stormed out of the courthouse. And did you, you know, storm? Did you actually storm out? We of the did. Courthouse? We stormed. Storm? We stomped. We Ooh, got all pissy. We stormed out. And then, huff, people huff, really huff, storm huff, out. Huff, 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 <laughs> we like grabbed huff. some papers off of just a nearby counter. We're yeah. like, threw them. I like that. Flipped a table. We got some white cards and some big magic markers. We're coming back. Yeah, exactly. But so we said, well, you know, screw this. That's bullshit. Maybe before we have a kid, we should change our name. You know, so we so we'll all have the same family name. Nothing will be weird or questionable. Um, but our daughter's seven, and we still haven't done it. Yet. Neither of us, yeah. Okay. So yeah. that's what, what we go. We each go by Bowanzo, but um, legally, it's seven-year-old daughter. Uh huh. Lola. Lola, mm -hmm. great name. Lola Lucille Belwanzo. Wow. Lola Lucille Belwanzo. Man, great that name. is awesome. Yeah. Lucy she's Bell, she's destined for great things. I think so. With a name like that. Mm -hmm. um, she is a funny kid. Uh, well, I mean, she, 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 she's got a interesting, funny mom. Has your husband got a great sense of humor as well? Mm -hmm. Yeah, right? he's, he's a storyteller. You guys, um, have you ever seen the movie Big Fish? Yeah. Where he tells these like fantastical stories and his son thinks he's lying, but then he like meets the characters right right, right 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 it's kind of like that ah. yeah well, that's a gift in itself mm -hmm. being a being a storyteller yes. i mean a good one my yeah. grandfather was a great storyteller and i've listened to the same stories and you know as he got older he would repeat them but sure. it didn't matter mm -hmm. he had such a magical way of telling them in such an interesting way and he told them with such passion and such sincerity that you could listen to him over and over mm -hmm. again 
So good on him. Yeah. Good on him. Now, have you had a sip of, of this had a sip of this whiskey yet? No, but do you, do, do you ever guys. drink whiskey on a on a regular basis? You know, I don't regularly drink whiskey. You're, what a beer drinker? I am. I'm okay. really more of a beer drinker. It's all right. This is a, a pot still whiskey. If you, it's a little hot on the nose, and uh, a lot of people see here's this. This is kind of almost a controversial whiskey as well, because uh, what I call uh, the young bourbon drinkers in. in that are around now, what I call the mixennials. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, they they <laughs> they have gone to TikTok and 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 hate this whiskey. Oh, really? They think Why? it's overrated or something, or yeah, what? Yeah, they, they they think it's Whatever. too earthy. They think it's too grainy. Uh, that's a good word I was going to say. It's, it, it's really sweet up front, but it finishes kind of earthy, like it, almost like something from the garden. I got the sweetness. Is it the sweetness? stupid if I ask no. if you guys taste like banana? Not at all. <laughs> no, not at all. Because I swear there's like a hint of banana. There's yeah. a hint of banana. <laughs> I, uh, I pick up some honey in that as well. Brown a little sugar sweetness. You can see that. Brown sugar at the end. Yeah. Very good, John Whitney. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's developing. Little, it is a it's little developing. bitter, <laughs> uh, earthy finish. I mean, it's not bad, but it's and, and here's the deal: it's not an exp- it's not an overly expensive bottle. It's just hard to find. If you're in yeah. Kentucky, you can find it rather yeah. easily. But yeah, in Ohio, yeah, which we just started getting some Willet products, they're few and far between. But it ranges for like like around forty nine, fifty bucks a bottle, yeah. and it, and and it's and it's unique. And the pots, the bottles, cool. Yes, the bottles mm-hmm. cool. And I saw it for the first time in a store two weeks ago. For ye- in years, mm-hmm. it's crazy. Now the two these two bottles that I've had, I, I picked them up when I was in uh, coming back up from Florida when I was uh, mm. yeah. taking care of mom, and uh, and I stopped in Kentucky and picked up bottles. We went to the distillery recently. Remember, I brought really? you back, yeah, yeah. the mini yeah. The airplane nice. bottles that were in the same shape as this, mm-hmm. but. Uh, it's a cool, well, this is the same cool, shape as the pot still. Right, right, right. The pot right. still looks like. Now, I'm uh, curious, Dino, cool, when you're driving cool back from to check out. Tampa, yeah. and you know that you've got a little bit of time, how long does it really take you to drive back home? Because you're stopping about every other stop. I, you know, it's amazing. I, 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 I was down in Florida for <laughs> six like weeks taking care of my way. mom for six weeks, and when I left, it, it was heartbreaking to leave her. I was really sad, but then I was like, I took my time getting down there. But I couldn't wait to get oh, okay. home, so I was like pedal to the metal. And even stopping in Kentucky at two or three liquor stores, I still made it back like in fourteen and a half hours. Oh, that's that's a good time. So yeah, I picked it up in, in in Kentucky. So yeah, I love bourbon. I love whiskey. I always have. Do you guys like this? Do you like this? I, I yeah, do. I've always liked Willet. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do. I do. So, I think it's, that's a sweet aftertaste. Like, it, I does, feel it does. It does. I actually like the rye that's down there, and I thought about cracking the estate rye open, but maybe I'll save that for two fifty or, or three hundred stuff, or something else. There's so many bottles that the, the, I'm not a collector. Mm-hmm. I, I open all the bottles eventually. My philosophy is collect art, mm-hmm. drink whiskey. I like it. Yeah, makes sense. It Do you ever think of just getting two bottles, one to drink, one to? Hide from yourself. <laughs> um, sometimes I do. Like we we recently we recently <laughs> yeah, you have to right. <laughs> I already tried it once and I failed. We uh, we uh, we had a barrel selection at Watershed. Mm-hmm. They, they actually a whiskey business selection, yeah. which was kind of oh cool. Yeah, it was very cool. They made you a, a barrel. Yes, that's it, awesome. That's, it's sitting over there. That's the second bottle because I said I'm not going to drink this one. I'm saving it. Yeah. And of course, I opened it up and it's gone. <laughs> I, I so. bought two and I drank and both. That's right. Yeah. yeah so, so. Eh. Eh. then I just like, okay, what am I saving the whiskey for? Save the bottle. That's the momentum. Yeah. That's what I did. Yeah. That, that's that's the memory. Save the bottle. The whiskey. Just drink it. Drink it. Drink it. Drink it. Yeah. You grew up with music all your mm-hmm. life, 
and uh, you've played music all your life. Mm-hmm. You've been in bands all your life. Um, by loose definition of band, so yeah. like a lot of kids growing up, I was like classically trained, quote unquote. So you learn how to play classical stuff. In like your what? Lessons. What were you classically trained in? Um, so I played piano and then sang like in choral ensembles. Mm-hmm. So just I guess traditional, you okay, know, sure. Um, which was fun and uh rewarding i guess as you're growing you and learn it's like how challenging to do it to play. kind of the right way yeah, yeah exactly it's definitely been a help to understand theory as yeah. i'm like writing stuff you know for rock and roll but so i did that so through you can college. actually write write uh-huh. music you can actually do all that yeah because you know? i write music but i don't know how to write the notes and all yeah that so um i can do that on piano i can do that with vocals um but i learned to play guitar more recently and i still kind of i play really by ear and I always, you know, said those those people were hacks, but you know, here I am. <laughs> so you joined the hacks. Exactly, yeah. I'm half hack, half legit. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. It's the best of both worlds. I like it. Yeah. 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 You, Gives me an you understanding. Take, did you have proper training with your guitar playing? Please uh, say no. <laughs> <laughs> because I because I've heard, heard me play before. I heard you play. Uh, no, but when I went to uh, college, I found out I was like, oh, you could take lessons for yeah. credit uh-huh. so i did take uh i took classical guitar from a teacher but nice. a lot of it was spent like talking about guitar and form yeah. and different yeah. things so you think so, it's gonna be like an easy a right yeah right. And, well and i got an a but i did um yeah but yeah i just like like learn more of like the history and like the how to properly do shit i, I don't do it but i know how to yeah. do it i know how to teach a kid how to do it the right way oh, but i don't do it the something. right way oh, I'm gonna I, know, I know three chords i know three chords you get, well yeah. you probably know the, the main ones right? yeah, egf I think. yeah that's all you need so you, you got an a in that class oh yeah i took i took it like every semester except for like I one or two every semester so it was like different levels of, of it was the same guy and you just okay yeah oh yeah i speak just, greek was, fluently was, yeah. i lived in greece i went to ohio state and i took greek thinking it'd be an easy <laughs> A. It. Oh, I sure. got a D. Oh, oh my God. Oh, lordy. <laughs> Were you just like cocky going into it or like didn't think you needed to study? Uh, what's the word? Lazy. <laughs> oh. Lazy. Okay. Okay. Lazy student. If I could go back and, and, and to college, I would have been a much better you know, we all say that, right? Yeah. Uh, every every adult says that about their college years, except the ones who were like really studious. And you know what they say? I they wish, wish they would have had more fun. Yeah, yes. more fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, you're right. Can never get that shit back. Can did you, you go? To, did you go to college? I did. Where'd you go? I went to Bowling Green. Oh, good, great school. Not much else to do there but party. But yeah, I I <laughs> I made many a road trip to Bowling Green. Oh, you know what else I did at Bowling Green? I figure skated. That's what my like PE credit oh, was. Okay. The class of why would you take? And, and, and was that over was that something that you'd always done? And then like, uh, yeah. Yeah. so my sisters. A little bit older than me, and she kind of grew up in that like Dorothy Hamill area. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah, my family was always a figure skating family. Like they'd watch it and understand what the jumps were and what have you. Uh, so I don't know. It sounded like fun. What was your What was your favorite <laughs> trick? Like fun. Oh. What's the most difficult? Yeah, yeah. Triple sow cow. What? Oh, I, I guess an axle is the most. <laughs> is that a thing? Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's a triple sow cow. It sounds it, awful. That's legit. Yeah. Um, I don't know what that is. There's, the way they judge somebody called me a sow like, cow, I'd think I'd be insulted. I think it might be named after a person. <laughs> I would guess. Probably. So, like, Dorothy Hamill actually did the triple sow cow. Probably, yeah. <laughs> so it's the the way that they decide the jumps. If you start facing forward and end up backwards, or start backwards and end up forward, or like kick off with your toe pick. I don't. There's that's basically how you tell the jumps apart. But I don't know. 
Sure okay. They are. Right. But you took it and you got a I good did. grade. Yeah, it was super fun. And yeah. you could still skate. Uh huh. Yeah. I yeah. can't. I can't skate. No. Can't ice skate. Can't roller skate. Rollerblade? Can you do that? No. Are you <laughs> kidding me? I tried to put on rollerblades one time, and I was one of those like I went that way. <laughs> I can't do that. I just I could not get it down mm. for me. I'm just like choppy. I look like I look like I've got crap in my pants when I yeah, it's yeah. Like, yeah. you know just oh. like, I don't even yeah. know if I've seen you ride a bike. <laughs> So you're very athletic is what I'm <laughs> that's what I'm getting from this conversation. Very, very athletic. Okay. Very athletic. I'm very very strong. Yeah. But not very athletic. Okay. <laughs> I gotcha. I feel like usually people are gonna be musical or athletic. And maybe it's because like if you're a big I was more creative person than that. Yeah. Even yeah. though yeah. even though we've talked about it on the podcast, I, I, I wanted to play basketball. Johnny played basketball, mm-hmm. you know, because he's tall. He's yeah. tall. Mm-hmm. I'm not as tall as Johnny, but I wanted to play basketball. And I lived with my grandmother at the time, and she would not sign the permission slip. Why? I don't know. She didn't mm-hmm. want anything Fun bad hair. to happen on her watch. Okay. My mother wasn't around, and it was just her. So she would like, wouldn't like would sign a permission slip for me to do anything. Oh. And I had, at the time, which would have been today, I had I, I could, I had a three-pointer that just wouldn't miss Dang. from the side. All right. It was just yeah. If and I knew anything about sports, I would call you some yeah sports guy. I can't see who it has too well as that, that one guy. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I do um, have a football. I do have a uh, Johnny three shotter <laughs> and a football injury. I do have a football injury in my right knee. It's oh. a football injury from what the tailgating. Football. <laughs> <laughs> You slipped. That's, yeah, drunk, drunk <laughs> I went injury. Long. <laughs> I went long for a beer and, and ran into a tree. That happens. I have a girlfriend who broke an ankle doing that. Oh, All right. So, yeah. 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 Anyway, <laughs> I digress. Yeah. What were we talking about? We do. We do that. On, we go down rabbit holes all the time. And eventually we get to the main topic. Yeah. Which is Trashetti. Yeah, Trashetti. Right? I mean we 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 followed a little bit of your history and okay. so when whose idea was Trashetti? So, um Trashetti's been playing for quite a long time and there've been many different iterations of women, but this latest one's been um Well, tell me the first, tell me the the, the original oh. the, the original origin story. Okay, so for starters my bandmate Danielle, Danielle Kelly was her name, and she's now Danielle Forney. Um, and she's been in a ton of bands. All of us have been in a ton of bands. We did the math and figured that between all of us, we've been playing music in Columbus for more than 100 years. Wow. So, I know. That was pretty impressive to think about. Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, so like since a couple have been playing since the 90s, and then the other two of us have been playing since the early 2000s. So mm. add it up. Um, But yeah, so Danielle Kelly and I and a couple other ladies started um, and all of us were in different bands and we all played together. Um, And usually like I would go, I had, it was all guys in my band and we would go play like a festival or something and maybe there'd be 10 bands on stage through the day and I'd be the only woman the entire day that was on the stage. It was always like a lot of dudes, you know, big sausage fist. Um, so <laughs> always be the lone kind of like this podcast yeah, kind of. and then there's me always be the lone chick out there um, so we would our bands would play together and we would kind of talk like hey we should you know play a band together so um, Danielle and me and another woman named Victoria who was in a band and played bass at the time but then um, shortly after she started playing bass for us decided that she wanted to be a um, like a hip hop star Okay. So she's Vicky right. V, and she moved to Brooklyn, and she's pretty good. Check her out. That's cool. Yeah. 
I like I like listening to some Vicky V. Um, and so she left the band, and uh, we got another bass player. We had had a guitar player uh, who went by Krista Chaos, but she had to like move to San Francisco for a job. So Danielle also played guitar, and we couldn't find another guitar player. Uh, we had we did have a second guitar player for a while, which is when I started playing. Um, and she her strength, Krista would really freaking do these awesome like, riffs. Yeah. yeah, she was so badass. <clears throat> Um, and the girl who joined was better on like theory. She's a really smart musician. Wasn't necessarily one to like shred and make noise. So that's when I started playing because that's really all I like to do on guitar. <laughs> so I would kind of like you know play the riffy part, and she would play the the song. Really, <laughs> she would play the chords. Um, and so then at some point we um, she was in another band, and they were getting really busy, and it was like. Like I said, kind of rotation. So yeah. at some it's point, like kiss. yeah, our <laughs> person who was our drummer, Danielle was our drummer. She ended up playing guitar and we got Tira as our drummer. And Tira, um, Danielle was in the Rose Hips you might have heard of. Um, Tira was in a whole bunch of bands. Um, so she drums for us. And she actually was one of the few female sound engineers at um, Little Brothers. Okay. So okay. yeah, she's um, she did sound for a whole lot of really cool bands. Many um, a night at Little Brothers. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So a lot of history. Um, at some point, um, our bass player had to go somewhere. We got another bass player. <laughs> <laughs> she can't even yeah. keep track. I know, right? There's yeah, it's been a lot of different women have kind of like rotated through the band, but the latest iteration has been. Uh, so how many years has this has this been from from its uh, its oh. origin to where we are to? That's today. a good question. How many years has Trashetti in some way, shape, or form existed? I'm gonna guess like ten years. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's not a huge amount. No. But it, it, the way the way you the way you tell it, it sounds like. <laughs> For the last 30 years, Trashetti has gone through so many incarnations. No, we've all been in different bands over 20 to 30 years, but Trashetti's been around about 10, and then the current iteration, probably four years. Who named it? Uh, That's another good question. I think we were all just kind of like riffing on words. You know, it was like uh, riff on the word rock, riff on the word trash, whatever, and somehow somebody's like the Trashettes, and somebody's like Trashetti. Like, yeah, that's better. Like machete. I like, that's trash. like machete. Yeah. yeah, that's how you explain it to me. Trashetti, yeah. like machete. And I went, oh, is that okay. how you spell it? And, and, yes. Yeah. Is there <laughs> stuff on? Is there music online? Yeah, you can go on SoundCloud. SoundCloud.com slash trashetti. Look some up. Like cool. machete, but trash. Yeah. So, and it's all original music. That is so correct. So, do you collectively write the music, or or is that you? We do. Uh, yeah, we collectively write. Usually, I write the lyrics, but not all the time. Um, but just you know, as a singer, this you tend to be the person who's like doing that part right and where do <laughs> so, the where do the where does the inspiration for the songs come from what are the, the so, some of the theme of some of the uh, so of the music? a big theme throughout a lot of our music is feminism yeah um sometimes more overtly but sometimes just in calling out shit that like we've realized that we've gone through i guess um in terms of like man we've all been with a a partner a guy who you know did this and that's pretty typical and like why do we deal with that or why do mm-hmm. we have to do that so yeah, this one uh yeah. trashetti walk away uh-huh that's the most recent. oh here you go so that's you on guitar Rocking. no i don't play guitar it's really good is that you no it's right. not <laughs> <laughs> i think on soundcloud um try uh all right. It's cool. It's, uh, it reminds me of. Um, Does it allow you to crank it? Uh, 
There you go. Oh, that's loud. There you go. Yeah, it's good. What's the Is that band you with Carrie, Carrie Brownstone? Oh, Slater Kinney? Yeah, that's where my jazz. Is that you singing? Yeah. Okay, so I can I can yeah. hear I can hear yeah. I can hear Which I love hate. I can hear, I can hear a guttural passion in there. Yeah. You you believe in what you're doing, right? Yeah. Believe in what you're singing. Yeah. You're delivering the message. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So would you call it kind of a punk? You kind of a punk? Yeah, kind of like garage band yeah. sort of punk. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's cool. Uh, how many songs? Four more more than four. Uh, I think there's maybe four on there. We've we've got a few oh, additional there's a bunch. songs. There's a bunch. We did. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think some might be versions. We did um, Broad and High. We recorded mm-hmm. a video, and I think there's uh, three new songs on that one. So if cool. you Google Broad and High Trashetti, okay. you can see some live oh, wait, performance okay. video. That's where I've heard your name. I watch Broad and High all the time. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I, re- I read the credits. So Were you I, like, yeah. hey, look at this band. They're all moms. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they are all moms. Was that, was that a happy accident, or was that on purpose? Um, I mean, all of us became moms on purpose um we none of us were moms when we started the band okay so so that's that's what i didn't know i didn't know if like it was moms that decided to put a band together but you just all became moms while you're in no the band. it was more like the like, young kind of like punk female musicians right, playing right. around and decided to put a band together and over the years we've become moms um tira and melanie who both joined the later iterations of band they had kids when they joined but you know and uh, I'm curious, when you go back to those early days when you were just, you know, not a mom mm-hmm. and in the band, and <laughs> right? then you become a mom in uh-huh. the band, that, did, did that change your mindset, your scope, and and, and your thought process and, and, how, and the music that you write? And, and this is a multi-layered question. Uh-huh. Because, and, and did it change also uh, where your thoughts were in respects to... Uh, feminism and so forth and so on. I, I yes. would imagine as that all comes filtering in, uh-huh. that there, there have to be some significant impact on what on what you write. Having yeah. a daughter, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a good question because we we didn't start out with any kind of goal of being like you know feminist or fem forward. It just kind of over time and like with different things happening in the political world, it sort of evolved that way as we were just you know singing about the things that were on our mind or the things mm-hmm. that we were you know, affected by or just talking about it at practice and mm-hmm. kind of riffing, it sort of has evolved into that. We didn't start necessarily that way, I would say. Um, so when the Me Too movement was at its peak and yeah. strong and, you know, where, where was Trash Eddie at that point? And was the music echoing that movement as well? Yeah, totally. We um, One of the songs on Broad and High is called A Million Women Strong that was inspired by the march on Washington. Mm-hmm. So um, that was maybe our first, like just decidedly feminist song. <laughs> you know, the first one that was kind of um, specifically about the feminist movement. Um, like I said, a lot of the others are just about experiences that kind of you go through and think like, oh, a lot of women probably go through this and it's probably pretty unique to women, you know, dealing with this. So um, yeah, which ends up being a lot about relationships or about interactions, things like that. So it's not overtly feminist just about you know your perspective on things yeah yeah, yeah. The, well yeah that because uh, I've met very strong feminists and women who claim to be feminists and, mm-hmm. and then women who just think that men suck <laughs> <laughs> yeah. overall okay. and just in general and it I mean very cold and calculated mm-hmm. and they call themselves feminists as well okay so uh, I'm always 
curious about that. Uh, you know, the, the, you're you're married, happily mm-hmm. married, got mm-hmm. a beautiful daughter. Yeah. And uh, to an evolved husband who didn't feel like okay, and so I'm, of course you take so his what's, name. Yeah, <laughs> what, what, I have to take his name, evolved, or he's not a what man. Is a, what is an evolved man? What is an evolved husband? What is an evolved man in in, in that world so or in he, this world? What would What's that? What's the definition of that? It's got to be different for every guy because every yeah. guy's in a different place. I would guess it would be different to me when I say that in reference to him. It's that he didn't feel beholden to tradition. Mm-hmm. You know that I, it's manly. You have to take my name to. You know, you're the woman. I'm the man. Mm-hmm. He just felt like we're people and we can do what feels right to us. And he's always very. Um, I, I feel like he kind of sees things how they are. He's good about doing that. So whether it's Whatever kind of equality it is, um, I feel like he's just very good at looking at people as people, and you know, not feeling like he has to uh, be on a certain road. I guess. Right, right, right. How old were you guys when you got married? If you, if you mind me asking. Um. So we don't have to do the math. Uh, we. He was. I was. I think. Oh, geez. Okay. I think I was twenty-eight, <laughs> and he was thirty when okay. we met. And so maybe I was like thirty. One fair enough, hmm. yeah. Because from or 32? We, I got married when I was 25, and th- 25 to 32, I yeah, mean, 20 is a life see, uh, a different. Yes. I got oh, married God, when yes. I was young, and yeah. when I heard you got married at 25, I was like, Wow, that's young. Yeah, I got married yeah. when I was 21. Uh huh, that's young. Yeah, that's you were real young. Yeah. I was 28. Yeah. You were like, 28. How do you even know yeah. who you are? You don't <laughs> exactly you don't know like who you are. Yeah, uh huh. No, I've always said that your 20s are just like you're still, you know, as soon as you turn 21, I'm an adult. I know it. Right. No, you don't. You don't know shit. Uh huh. You don't know shit in your 20s. 20, you're still going to school. Yeah. You're school life in a big way. Yeah. Right around the 30s, though, I think you start to mold and shape and identify right. yourself who you are, what you are, where yes. you're going. Yeah. And then what? And that's a great 10 years of development. And mm-hmm. then you get to the, the, the 40s where you start doubting everything again. Right. <laughs> where you start getting world weary yeah, and yeah. miserable. Yeah, yeah, right. Maybe I do like <laughs> black Am I licorice. doing the right thing? Am I with the right person? Hey. Doing the right job? <laughs> what, did I make the right choices? Yeah, I might have had a couple of those thoughts in my earlier 40s, right, but yeah. I'm approaching mid 40s and feeling good about oh, it. Oh, well, so. tell you, well, then, you know, wait till you get to the fucking 50s. You'll love okay, it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Ah, fuck it. Fuck yeah. it. Nice. Yeah, yeah. And the don't, and then the, which just leads into the don't give a shit 60s. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. You, have, you, have, love, you have nothing but wonderful years. Gotta to love look seniors to. who don't give a shit. <laughs> Best. Seniors who don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. I am a, oh. technically, I am a senior citizen. Oh. Well, hell yeah. Fuck. Do you um get discounts? Uh, you know what? I, I I do and I never use them. And I forget oh. about them all the time because I don't think of myself. What is that thing that they come in all the time? Is a card? The, the ARP. The Are golden part of that? Uh Well, I did because I said no to it like a thousand times. I keep looking at it and I'm and like, going, one year, fuck no, I'm not old enough yet. Yeah. <laughs> and then one year I caved. I said, well, and then one year I went, oh, that's a really nice duffel bag. What right. the hell? <laughs> I almost broke that last month. That was when month. you officially reached the <laughs> I did, don't I give did, a shit. I did. And then I re-signed. I re-upped again when they had a when they had a, uh, when they had a, uh, a carrier that you could uh, put in the back seat to oh. put stuff in there. That's very adult of you. Newspapers. Now we got them. We know exactly what to send. I got the carrier. I have jumper cables in one section. I have like a first aid kit in the middle section. Oh, very prepared. And I have uh, what I what I call trunk whiskey in the third one. Okay. Thank God. Emergency whiskey. Well, yeah. In case in case of emergency, break glass bottle. 
Yeah. You know, right? Mm-hmm. You bring to somebody, oh man, we're out of whiskey. No, we're not. Right. I go to the trunk and then always have yeah. the. the in, in what was the, the AARP uh, discount for that trunk whiskey? Anything? No, no nothing. Ain't no okay. discount on the whiskey. There but, should but, be. But there's, but there's, there's, yeah, there's like discounts galore. I've never paid attention to it. Yeah. I only decided. Can I rent a the, car with I, your name? I need to rent a car this, just, this, this summer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I only signed up to get the duffel bag. Uh, <laughs> hey. Oh God! Mm. But you have that to look forward to. Yeah, I know. Yeah, right. Pretty excited. Yeah. (laughs) Do you worry about age? Because Uh, you, 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 when just in the short amount of conversation that we had mm -hmm. uh, the night at Randy's, Mm -hmm. you just seem like that 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 doesn't define you or yeah uh, uh, deny you as well. Right. Yeah. Um. I think so. That's kind of part of um. You know, us ladies being in a band. A lot of people, when they, you know, have a family, they feel like, well, it's time to give up the band. But, like, why? You don't have to. It's your hobby, you know? It's something mm-hmm. fun you do for yourself. Like, why should you have to give it up just to have a family? So, well, I guess that's my question. Is it just a hobby? Or do, do, do you have dream uh, dreams of grandeur in respect to Trashetti? No, know? I mean, I don't think we're going to, like... traveling and touring, touring and... Yeah, no, I don't and, think we're going to go on tour and get signed <clears throat> and all this stuff. I mean, What if you, know, you did, though? We have mortgages and whatever. What if that um, happened, I mean, if they paid us enough what to if like, that happened? pay the bills what, without the day job, then What if, what if sure. those songs that you, all those many songs you've written hit? Suddenly made a million dollars, got licensed for like a right. movie or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'd go on tour. Like, we could bring the kids. Would you dump all this? That'd would be you fun. take this? Would you tear up the card and you go? Because this seems like you're very passionate and serious I know. about this I can this work as well. remotely too, though. Huh? So. All right. Well, that's some heavy <laughs> card stock right there. You put yeah. some in. That's I know. It's got that's a, how you know somebody's <laughs> sticking around for a minute. Uh-huh. It's got a satin coating. It's like waxy. It's satin coating. Yeah. Because you know why? I hate to touch paper. Like, it feels like gritty oh, on my finger or dusty nah. or something you know yeah. do you guys have ever get i know that i, feel I love paper? paper i have all oh, kinds yeah. of paper paper I, paper paper i hardly ever write by hand like i'll um, go to a meeting with my laptop and t- like right yeah. we were so, talking about this oh god i can't <laughs> look, look over there see that oh yeah, nice. yeah. There's, there's tons of them in That's this very house cool not very cool i use it oh okay <laughs> there's one in that room too there's 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 like there's like one two three four five six of them upstairs yeah there's like another eight in the okay so do you have whiteout or is that the type that had like the corrector tape no that doesn't have the corrector tape and i don't worry about it i don't worry about the whiteout because anything i just do the 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 drafts on that so i don't care about the typos eventually i will go to the computer so when you're doing a draft are you like blah 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 i mean Whiskey bar. Yeah, whatever. I just like yeah. cor- okay. No, don't worry about correcting it. Just write it. Okay. It made him crazy when we were mm-hmm. well, last the last mm-hmm. film we worked together. When I said I was writing dialogue for the film, we were. And so I wrote you it. are like, here you go. Oh no, he was he was cutting <laughs> this pasting. This is the only copy. This is the, this he how I cut he was cutting pasting copy of his changes onto the script like he was in a high school newspaper. Uh huh. Like literal. Literally cutting paste. Like the olden days. That's right. <laughs> Or like a ransom note. Yes. Either. Actually, yeah. Either. First time he sent it, he, he <laughs> handed it over. I looked at it like, oh, what the fuck is this? <laughs> it looked like somebody insane. <laughs> like a ransom like, note, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? We've talked about that. I've been in like jobs before. So in marketing, you like print brochures and whatever. And I've, you know, done tours of presses and all kinds of whatever. Uh, and usually it's digital now, mm-hmm. but 
there's, you know, a lot of times where it's actually like printing ink on paper and somebody will always bring up, can you imagine back in the day we had to cut out the letters and like set them on the thing? Yes, I can. <laughs> I can imagine back in you the prefer. day. You <laughs> prefer. It's just, it's just, you know, you, 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 you have a creative process, do you not? Mm -hmm. What's your process? Um, so I do it in my head, kind of. Like uh -huh. if I'm writing a song, for instance, I'll um, just almost like mm, meditate's the wrong word, but just be in a quiet place, which a lot of times is driving. Which comes uh, first, the melody or the lyric? It depends. Sometimes, sometimes one, sometimes the other, and sometimes whatever cool idea, like maybe it's a guitar riff or something, uh, that'll kind of come into my head and I'll think about that and often like I have geez hundreds and voice notes on here mm. where I might just like hum something like hum oh, yeah. a guitar I do that. riff or I do that. yeah so I'll build on that later and then it so any part whatever comes to mind can be inspiring to you know finish the song do you ever write, a big do, one. do you ever write notes and then like don't know what the hell they mean oh the all next, the time the next day yeah I, all I, the time. I do that all the time but yeah or I'll sing I, a part and I'm listen to it later and I'm like was oh, it stoned or yeah, something yeah, like what yeah, the I'll hell listen to, <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll put down a little. I still, I still kind of mess around and write music, but well, I play. I sent you some old music. Remember when I said? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we, you, you found. Uh, I found. I, yeah, I found the the basement mm -hmm. tapes from like mm. uh, my my twenties. That was nice. my my twenties were my prolific. Of course. Twenty to thirty four was my prolific uh, decade of of writing. Yeah. Some, we talked about re-recording them. Re-recording so them. So what kind of music do you write? What kind of, okay, I have multiple part <clears throat> question. What kind of music do you write now when you're just fooling around? And is it similar or the same or evolved from um, what you used to write? Uh, the, the, the theme, apparently I had a lot of angst in my 20s. Mm, and don't I, we all? Was, yeah. uh, I, had a, <laughs> I had a lot of romantic sorrow in my 20s. Uh -huh, so a lot of the songs uh -huh. reflected that. Um, then there was a period of time where there was some storytelling yeah. songs, one called Darkness of the Moon, okay. uh, that, that told stories about three people and the different courses of their lives. All We huddled close together in the darkness of the moon, uh, mm. smoke our cigarettes and listen to some tunes. Oh. And then, and then mm -hmm. you know, Rhymes. nice and imagery. It, mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And it, and it told the story about these three different people who went three different directions. And then I wrote a student, then more recently, like a, a, a novelty, not even a novelty song. I wrote a, I combined, I, I wrote a, a country song about poker. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh poker. And, and okay. you did one of uh, Corona too or something. Oh, yeah. That was just for fun. But yeah, the, well, but the country song about poker, all in, I think, in the right hands. Of some country star, take could, it down to Nashville. Could be a thing. Could be a could hit. Flourish. It would, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. It, uh, so, it, all right. It, next it stop. It depends right. on what. Uh, depends on Let's my take mood. This podcast on the road. Depends on my mood. Uh, so yeah, um, I've wrote a song about my daughter. Mm-hmm. Then uh, I wrote that when she was like five years old, and I always said that if she got married, I would play it at her wedding. Aww. But I mm -hmm. doubt that I could get through it. How old is she now? She's forty. Oh, okay. Yeah. She's 40, uh, and she's not married yet. Uh, she's had the current boyfriend. Mm -hmm. you'll, you'll, you'll go through this. 
this. Especially, <laughs> especially with your daughter. Okay. You'll go through this. This is the first boyfriend I've liked in like oh. well, congratulations. 15 years. Yeah, he's a okay. nice guy. I like that. Yeah. Fingers yeah. crossed. You'll get to yeah, sing that yeah, song sometime. Yeah, I'm hoping. I'm, I'm hoping. <laughs> or not. If maybe they just want to be partners. That's I, cool too. That's fine too. <laughs> I, said, I said, you know, up to this point, her the best man in her life was her gay mm-hmm. friend Mike. Mm-hmm. And I and I said, you know what? If you and Mike got married, you have my complete and total blessing because <laughs> out of all the men yeah. in in your life in the last twenty years, that's the one that stood. That's the one that stood by you and never left you. And whenever when things were hard, he mm-hmm. was there. So he he was. You know, I love that kid. Yeah. Yeah. So I said, yeah. If you ended up marrying Mike, I'd be fine with it. You know, if you don't want any kids, okay, that's not an issue. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, unless you want to adopt, whatever. It's a partnership. I'm just saying, she's, my daughter's a very strong, forward thinking. Mm-hmm. She went to New York when she was uh, in in college, one year, one semester at Autobahn and up to New York. And then she, and she yeah. became a New Yorker. She stayed there in good and bad. Mm-hmm. She's developed uh kind of a very tough code of cynicism mm-hmm. that happens by living in New York, which I think you need just to survive up there. Yeah, like the but, hard candy shell. Yeah, <laughs> she's got the hard candy shell, but right. she's also, much like you, mm-hmm. a very talented musician. Oh. She writes great music. She's written... She, she does have some cool songs. She's written some f- fucking awesome songs. I was going to ask one. about the tattoos. <laughs> yeah. Because I want one. I yeah. still haven't gotten one. Get one. What's stopping you? Nothing. Just once again, motivation and and yeah. Uh, I would have a lot more if two things. If I were a much quicker decision maker, right, right, and if they were less expensive. All I want is the chemical equation for whiskey. Okay. Okay. That's all. Sounds real, easy. It sounds real easy. Yeah. I just want it to look cool. Mm-hmm. And my daughter says, "Come to New York," and she's got a guy that would do it because my got daughter's all tatted up. Cool. That's a long way to go for a tattoo. I know, but it's New York. I can visit my daughter and get was, a tattoo. Yeah, maybe it's more like a commemorative. You know, yeah, some yeah. people get I don't know mugs, spoons, yeah. whatever the hell you get. She's get more tattooed. Ta- she's more tatted up. Than <laughs> I get the shape of the state right. or a jailhouse tattoo. <laughs> she's more tatted up than I realized because she got her first tattoo when she was like, I think like fifteen or sixteen years old. Oh, how did she get that? Uh, her really? mom let her get it. Oh, her mom signed off on okay. it. Okay. Yeah. I'm surprised they would even. Uh, I know. Do it. They, they must have said she was 17. Something. Or... Uh, there was uh, something. Maybe she was 17. But it was. It, she was. Yeah. And I. Yeah. So my daughter, she wanted to get her ears pierced this past weekend, and like you know, you can go to Claire's at the mall, like the rite of passage of every uh, right, young right, girl. Right. And I thought, well, we should probably go to like a piercing studio instead of going to trust a teenager with a with a gun. piercing gun. It's yeah. Spencer's. Right. So I did look up, um, like I think evolved. I looked up and it was like, yes, we will do minors, but you have to have, and they listed all the documentation to prove that you're the legal parent and mm-hmm. you have to. It's so like, I, this. I'll, go yeah. to, I'll go to Claire's. It sounds like a pain in the ass. <laughs> so we ended up at Claire's. My yeah. ex-wife must've done that because my ex-wife had tattoos as well. So mm-hmm. she, you know, sure. I got mine yeah. when I was whatever age you, you can get yours. Yeah. And I just remember Flipping out, and I was saw her for the first time down in Florida when she reached up in the cabinet at my sister's house, and she reached up in her, and her her shirt went up just a little bit. It was uh-huh. hidden. And I go, "What the hell is that?" You're gonna have a lot of "What the hell is that?" moments. I what, might, what the, or I might not. Well, I you know. might not. Well, what type of? What We're type fine of, with tattoos. What type of daughter is Lola? 
Uh, like the best type, I guess. Right? She's just super. I mean, Funny. she's seven. She's <laughs> seven, but so I'm first grade. Yeah, she's, you she'll be it. graduating first grade. You first see grade. it. You see that. Yes. You can. It's interesting. You see what what they're going to be. And, yeah. And, and or at least what path they could go on. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I've noticed this. They get diverted mm. and they go different directions. The influence of yes, like friends or the influence trends of friends, or... family, mm-hmm. a life in general. There's mm-hmm. a lot of things that yeah. can move them down different paths. But right Probably now, true you're, for all of us, you're, you're seeing something. You're, you're seeing. Oh God, I hope she's this way all the time. Yes. Oh, she's so great. She's just so sweet and loving and just kind. You know, she's uh, actually kind to other kids when other a lot of other kids are just kids are assholes. That's you know? a, that's huge yeah, right yeah, now. Kids are shitty. Are. That's huge. That's huge. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right to yeah. have compassion and empathy. Mm-hmm. Something that is, I think, continues to be lost in this world. Yeah. Dying, uh, dying art. <laughs> yeah, truly, truly. Yeah. We, uh, I've talk, told him a thousand times. I just, it, it saddens me to see the amount of empathy that continues to just drain away in this world. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, it frightens me and it distresses me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I try to, Why I don't get on social media as much as I right, used to. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 So let me talk. Uh, let's let's wrap yeah, we up. We sound like a bunch of cranky old fuckers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are these kids on social media? No, 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 no. That's just it, though. See, but see, I mean, you no, respect that. That's true. Oh, you're just you know. All right, whatever, boomer. Right, yeah, 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 I get it. Okay, boomer. Fucking. Hate Are you that. a boomer? Yeah, I'm a, yeah, I'm a boomer. Of course, I'm a boomer. <laughs> I, I have it. an AARP <laughs> duffel bag. What the hell? <laughs> yes, I'm a boomer. boomer. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> Actually, yes. Okay, well, you're cooler than the average boomer. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I am. There ought to be a, like there ought to be like a level of boomer. In between, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Your boomer light. Yeah, because isn't boomer it light how or... many years? Like how how many years spans the boomer? Know what I mean? Forty four to uh, forty five to sixty four. It's, 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 it's the most generous of yeah. uh, you know, the widest you gap. Yeah, because I was born in nineteen fifty nine. Yeah, okay. because it was it was after World War Two yeah. when the baby boom happened. So it was like forty six right. to. 62 or exactly 46 to 64 uh quick quick google okay. search has yeah. revealed I, I i don't think myself as a boomer i was born in 64 like well, late 64 and the same with See, me is that a, they, they say i'm a millennial like but i don't fear it. you always like push over to the next one so is does it go boomer and then gen x or is there anything in between no but it was boomer then gen x then millennial then gen z oh gen okay. z and I, I i'm a millennial but i but you hang around but with I, a boomer, yeah, but so. I equate more with <laughs> Gen X or boomers. Yeah. And the, uh-huh. Got a boomer soul. Yeah. That's right, I'm, yeah. a, I'm Gen X, but I have the worst memory, so I don't remember much before like a certain time. So sometimes I feel more like a millennial because I don't remember not having technology. You know, right. like I kind I remember, like I mentioned, the typewriter having. I kind of remember like typewriters and things, but um, yeah, just I don't know, being able to email at least. Yeah. I. So you never worked a typewriter. You never. I did, yeah, but I had like a word processor. Uh, not the same. <laughs> it was not like the, the predecessor same. to the computer. I know. There's yeah. a joy in the slowly tapping out the yeah. letters, and the thought process is slower, uh-huh. and you take your time. Whenever I write on the computer, I, I tend to write faster, but not necessarily better. I kind of feel like I remember. So I did have to take typing class, 
or maybe like I think I had an old typewriter of my mom's or something that I would practice on, but I liked the percussion of it. Right, it's like right. as fast as the, I can. It makes a lot of noise. Yeah, there's there's, there's <laughs> yeah. a beautiful rhythm to it. Ding. It's mm-hmm. it, it's it's a romantic thing. Like you know, like I like you said you don't like paper. Oh, no. I like paper. I like books. I like pages. It's just it's tactile. It's, it's tactile. It's very tactile. So okay, interesting. Yeah. Interesting note. My sister's the same way. Neither of us can like stand to touch paper, and like the um. Like coded paper, like the business card, that's fine. Yeah. Like a glossy magazine, mm. that's okay. cool. But like, the more uncoded it gets, so like the bottom of the coding scale would be like a paper bag or like oh, loose print. Yeah. You know that like they freak out about that. Oh, it almost feels like dusty. But it doesn't apply to it's tissues or me... toilet paper. No. no. I watched the same movie with uh, yeah. cotton balls. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a lot of right. people say cotton balls. Cotton like you know the you know how nails on a chalkboard chalkboard makes you feel like right, right, right. That's how touching paper makes me feel. So thought of it. Um, Interesting. My, my sister, my daughter, um, same. So your daughter has Must be genetic. Yeah. Yeah, or I don't. Or, or the just, Is it learned? Yeah. 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 That, that can happen too. Mm-hmm. So where's Trashetti? Where's Trashetti right now? Where's Trashetti right now in 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 the music world? I mean, are you gigging? Yeah. Or did you did what'd you do during COVID? Okay, so COVID sucked um, for everybody, and I feel like it drained um, my creativity. Like I I don't think I've honestly written a whole song since covid mm. and prior to that i would write um Dude, I'm with you, man. yeah i would write all the time like i would if i didn't write a full song necessarily i'd have at least an idea that i recorded every week um but yeah just kind of like i don't know everybody's in a covid funk right no I um was... which is how i ended up joining the cover band because trashetti did not play um, thank you i was going to bring up the cover band before we left yeah. because you, you say it with not disdain but oh no no you like being in the cover band <laughs> i've just well i've always been super hipster about like i don't, right. know, I don't play covers i don't play originals unless it's a deep cut <laughs> in the style of my original band <laughs> i've just always been super hipster i don't know why i just that's right. I, 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 I don't know. Um, but, you know, covers are fun. But so, yeah, Trash Shady did not play because um, one of my bandmates in particular, she's a teacher, had to be around kids, uh, was just very COVID careful, you know, so we didn't even sure. practice. We practiced a couple times outdoors, but we were just, you know, we weren't gigging, weren't being around a lot of people, and it was just killing me not to play music. I didn't even realize until somebody I knew from high school called and was like, hey, do you want to join my cover band? And he asked if I wanted to play keys, which made me go like oh yeah this guy doesn't even know me from the last 10 years because <laughs> oh, like i haven't awesome. i haven't played keys in a band since circa i don't know 2008 or something i haven't um, heard anybody use the word circa either never <laughs> no no not in about 10 or 20 years oh, it's so, a good word it's a good word <laughs> circa yeah a prox um <laughs> but anyway yeah so he asked if i want to be in the cover band and i was like shit yeah that's exactly what i fucking want i've been missing yeah. playing music so much yes i'll be in your cover band um, so, so you're in both bands right now? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's so, the cover band's name? Uh, it's called Vandalay Industries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you That's, understand the reference. Seinfeld, <laughs> is it? Seinfeld. Yes, Seinfeld, Seinfeld yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's 90s rock. Okay, um, cool. But Trashetti, we are starting to gig again. Um, and we are, um, we're playing at ComFest this year, which I'm very excited uh, about. That's that. awesome. It's yes, back. 9 p.m. on the Bozo stage. Okay, so prime time. Yeah, 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 prime nice. time. June 24th, I think. June 20, yeah, ComFest is good. Yeah, good. yeah, we played ComFest many down. years before. Yeah, mark it down. We ComFest played, is going to be huge this I know. year. Yeah, I huge. Been for several years. Yeah, we've played huge. the main stage before. We've played um, during the day before. We've played during the night before on the off-ramp stage, but we've never played 
at night on the main stage. Nice. That's cool. We're pretty excited. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. should be. Yeah, yeah. It's going to so. be awesome. How long of a show? Uh, I think we, 35 minutes. 35 minutes. Length. Yeah. So you're going to play the hits? Yeah. <laughs> playing all, playing the all the hits. No covers. <laughs> <laughs> all the hits. Yeah. No, actually, we're just doing uh, straight up covers. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. No, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> no we're not doing any covers. No, you're not. We might do a cover. Uh, so how often do you guys get together and, and, and practice or rehearse or jam, whatever you want to call it? Yeah. So usually. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, know. I, I don't jam. know when a band, when a band, jam, gets, how often does a band, <laughs> it's, you know, can you imagine yeah. if we didn't do radio every day, we'd be stale. You yeah. have to, the band's got to get together and do something every once in a while. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we try for once a week and, you know, shit gets in the way, family shit, COVID, right. COVID shit. Somebody mm-hmm. has COVID right now. Uh, all that. So we try for once a week. Um, so it's. Once a week, once every other week. Yeah, like you got to keep everything loose and smooth yeah. and, and, and yeah. oiled. Yeah, we were, we were a little rusty after that uh, right. couple year break from COVID. Oh, <laughs> All right, so I mean, we're we're uh, we're recording this podcast on the last day of May. So when this comes out next week, mm-hmm. there'll be plenty of time for people to know that Trash Eddie is going to be at ComFest. Yes. Where else can they find out where Trash Eddie is if they wanted to check out the music like where you're going to? And we're going to include some in our, in our yeah, you can follow well. us on the socials. So you can go to facebook.com slash Trashetti or soundcloud.com slash Trashetti. Is it spelled That's, like Machete? Tra- uh-huh, T-R-A- like Machete, but yeah. trash. Okay, but yeah. trash. T-R-A-C-H-E-T-E. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, follow us on Facebook. We always, that's the quickest place to put shows. Pretty cool. Thanks. Yeah, I hope you had fun. Hope you enjoyed the whiskey. The guest bottle has been the... This is good. The Will It... Pot still, it's bourbon. I, it's I decided bourbon. I really like it. You really like it? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know what? I've always noticed that no matter what the whiskey is, after really a couple like sips, you <laughs> really like it. Mm-hmm. Really like easy it. day. He day. likes it. He really likes Fuck it. Fuck those guys with beers and weird mustaches that don't that, like no, this there shit. Is, the McSennials? I, I yes. almost, no, I get it. They're, they're, like, the uh, McSennials? Yeah, well, explain well, They're millennials who think they know bourbon. Yeah. So okay. I call them mixennials because okay. they're, you know, they're, they're, they don't know what they're. They got these mustaches yeah. like this. And do they, yeah, they cool. call themselves mixologists? No, they don't. Like, oh. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I totally call them the mixennials. Okay. Like, uh, oh, it's too earthy. It it's is too earthy. grainy. It's shut earthy. up. It, shut up and drink it. It tastes like <laughs> a beet. <laughs> I think people who call themselves mixologists are kind of cheesy. Yeah. Oh, oh, we have There's a difference of an opinion there. That's it's cool. like it's it's yeah because you guys we have, all just went oh no 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 simultaneously because, <laughs> no because okay. we have we have some cute. people that uh, we have some bartender friends that mm-hmm. that uh, like to be called bartenders mm-hmm. you know and and that's what I do I make whiskeys I just happen because now the craft cocktail craze is so crazy that people right. call me a mixologist and there's some people that like the elevated status of yeah. mixologist I guess it all depends yeah on on where you're at in life and yeah. how you want to feel you know they want to feel fancy. Yeah, you want to feel better about yourself? Yeah. I'm a mixologist. Here's the here, good luck in the future. Good luck Thank with Lola. You. And uh, good luck with your husband's new, uh, what'd you call it in the text message? Solopreneur. Oh, solopreneur. Yeah. Solopreneur. Yeah. Cool word. Hope, well, thanks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hopefully it'll be. be a character in Star Wars. I think so. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Solopreneur. <laughs> they, they were talking Star Wars before you got here. That should be a thing, like a. Um, you know, like a spoof movie or like a maybe not even spoof. Solo. Yeah. yeah, I feel like Ben Stiller could produce that. Yeah. Anyhow, continued success. Yeah. Thank you for being here on our 200th bottle. Uh, our guest has been Amy Belwanzo. The band is Woo-hoo! Trashetti. 
The cover band is Vandalay Industries. Yes. <laughs> we'll be at Park Street Tavern in a couple weeks. Who's gigging more, Vandalay or Trashetti? Vandalay. Vandalay, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, people yeah. want to hear the covers. You probably get a paycheck from that. Probably, early. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah it so is. They you, gave I, me money at the end. I was yeah. like, what? What? <laughs> the, the pay to do this? How oh, uh, <laughs> unusual. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that's all right. As long as you're doing what you love and yes. love what you do, right? That's exactly. It. That's why we do the podcast. We're not getting rich doing this podcast. Yes. In fact, it's costing us money. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. So pay the woman. It's a, it's a <laughs> I always you say, go. you know, I like to snowboard a lot, and nobody's paying me. I sure I'm paying a lot to get on that yeah. lift. Though, I understand. So. I, well, but, it's worth it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to get it from here. I'm sorry, but uh, thank you so much again. The gas bottle, oh, the Willet pot good. still mm. bourbon. Uh, can't do the podcast without Greg Hansberry on the audio side. John Whitney, there's the big thumb on the video side. Amy Belwanzo on the guest side. I am your host, Dino Tripotis. Until bottle 201, see ya. Hello, everyone. My name is Tom Kearns, and I host the Anglo-Saxon England podcast, where I cover the history and culture of England from the departure of the Romans in the 5th century to the Norman Conquest in 1066. So far, we've surveyed the collapse of Roman rule in Britain, the migration of the Anglo-Saxons, and the history of Northumbria from its beginnings in the mists of legend to its destruction at the hands of Viking raiders in the 9th century. I hope you'll come and give it a go.